On July 7th, UNESCO, the United Nations Educational Scientific Cultural Organization, passed a resolution calling the biblical tomb of the patriarchs a Palestinian heritage site. Yes, this is the burying place bought by Abraham to bury Sarah, and where Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Leah are also buried, the forefathers and mothers of the Jewish nation. This is David Billington with you for Bible in the News. Coinciding with Israel's Independence Day in May of this year, UNESCO ratified a resolution on occupied Palestine, which referred to Israel as the occupying power in its own capital, indicating that it has no legal or historical ties to any part of the city, that from the times of Israel. Last year on October 26, UNESCO passed a resolution that ignored the Jewish connection to the Temple Mount. Yes, UNESCO is denying the very things it was formed to protect, education, science, and culture. While most of the world leaders deny history and archaeology, Lawrence Mikeytike, an, oppress- uh, an associate professor at Purdue University, has proved the existence of 53 biblical characters as genuine historical uh, figures through material evidence of their existence. Lawrence has a strict set of criteria to which each biblical name must match, as described by the Times of Israel. Mikeytike's system relies on three criteria. A biblical name must match the name of an authentic inscription, with no possibility of a forgery, thus ruling out items from the antiquities market, he said. The names in the Bible and on the inscription must match in terms of setting and time period. And in perhaps the most exacting category, Mikey Tyke looks for matches of at least three specific details identifying an individual, such as name, father's name, and title. If it matches the same three mentions in scripture, it is a virtual certainty, Mikey Tyke said. There might be a few people with the same name, father's name, he added, but the same title? That's stretching it. I consider it virtual certainty, either a dead ringer or virtual certainty. The article describes some names in the list of the 53. Verified characters include eight kings of the northern kingdom of Israel and uh, six from the southern kingdom of Judah. One is King Ahab of the northern kingdom of Israel who fought in the battle of Karkar in 853 BCE, an event that eagle-eyed Mikeytike noted in both the Book of Kings and on an image of the Kirk monolith. There was only one Israelite king at a time who could have fought in the battle, Mikey Tyke said. Bingo, there was a match between the inscription and the Bible. Mikey Tyke's oldest verification is another sovereign, King David himself, from 1000 BCE. He found a match between the protagonist of Samuel 1 and the House of David wall inscription at the Tel Dan evacuations in northern Israel. King of Israel was on one line, Mikey Tyke said. The next line read, Melech Beit David. It was in Aramaic by the enemies, the Armenians, who conquered Tel Dan and indicated a victory monument, a steel, a big sign in stone. The Israelites reconquered it and smashed the steel to pieces so that they used it to make a wall. Denying Jewish historical ties to the land of Israel is a complete and absurd denial of facts, history, and archaeology. Yet, Isn't it what we would expect? Zechariah 14 verse 2 says, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. Today there is a war against Jewish culture, against biblical culture, history, and archaeology. 
While it may seem absurd to deny facts in such an obscene way, it demonstrates to us that we can't trust the politicians, professors, and other experts who are engaged in this ideologically motivated war against the Jewish people and the Bible. Soon the day will arrive when these same nations will come and submit to the rule of a Jewish king in Jerusalem, the Lord Jesus Christ. Zechariah continues in verse 16, And it shall come to pass that every one that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up even year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. Thanks for listening. Come back again next week to www.bibleinthenews.com.